1: Well, how's it going? And welcome to the Como Sports End Zone, a podcast. I'm Nico Tumurian, alongside my co-host Naji Moya. What's up, Naji? Nico, what's going on? How how
0: are you feeling? I'm feeling optimistic. It's been a long season for you. You've been very busy. <laughs> You've been a <laughs> you, very you busy know, guy.
1: What makes it long is when you have, a, for, first of all, like a football season. Like it, it's great. It's it's a fun time of year. Right. But then in the middle of it, you know, for us here in Seattle, and this was a great thing. Was the Mariners playoff run right, and and so suddenly, right in the heart of the Hawks season, you have this crescendo of a Mariners season, and you're on the road, and you're trying to do highlights from an airport like terminal <laughs> when they that was the Saints game when they lost.
0: Oh right, yeah, right. and
1: I'm like trying to like watch, but I'm flying, and and it was one of, not a flight with TV on it.
0: Right, ugh,
1: and so it was. Uh, These are good problems to have, I suppose. Excellent problems, it's good to problems
0: have. to have, especially for a sports city as crazy as Seattle. where we're going to be talking about the playoffs a little bit in, in a little bit and we're i mean it's, it's unfortunate that the Hawks won't, aren't in it. Yes. But on the bright side, there is nothing, absolutely nothing to be sad about for Hawks fans.
1: No, not at all. And I was actually bringing this point up to a couple of people in our newsroom earlier that the next kind of conundrum like the one I just mentioned with the Hawks and the Mariners playoffs right. is the idea that the Kraken could be in their first weekend of the playoffs while the NFL draft is going on.
0: What a crazy week. I mean, honestly, if you've just been keeping up with Kraken hockey this week, you just know that it's been a crazy probably past 10 days. I it's mean, an amazing time. Well, even the be- beginning of the year, really. I mean, it's been kind of just like, like, oh, we're actually – and this is not surprising to any Kraken players or actual Kraken fans. But we're, we're killing the game right now.
1: Honestly. It's really it's – and, and this is how it's all intertwined. Yeah, we're talking about schedules overlapping and things like that. And, and, I, and that's another great problem to have, Right. you know, the draft during the NHL playoffs. But if you look across the Seattle sports landscape, I mean, Matty Beneers, rookie of the Kraken, rookie of the year front runner, all-star. All-star, yeah. Leads all rookies in points. The next uh, second-place guy, if you want to call it that, is nine points below Beneers. Right, Matty right. has 36 points uh, heading into the weekend. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where <laughs> you look at the Mariners. They've got Julio Rodriguez. He was the rookie of the year right. in his first year. And, of course, entered the drought, as we just talked about. And then when you get to the Hawks – it's the entire rookie class. I mean, <laughs> we're really
0: talking about, like, two great cornerbacks. You know, a, a, a quarterback that, I mean, it's off season. He's probably riding back people now, I suppose. Probably <laughs> not. Maybe. I don't know. The great and a great running back over 1,000 yards. I mean, there's nothing. We, we are going to be spoiled for years to come. We're yeah. going to be a lot of long nights, a lot of, like, Start start climate pledge and then end up at T-Mobile Park. You know, in fact, speaking of climate pledge at T-Mobile Park, the Kraken will be playing at T-Mobile Park at the beginning of next year. Yeah, for the for the I mean the Winter Classic against the, against the 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 golden the Golden Knights. I almost called them the Golden Aces. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think about the WNBA, the WNBA, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's it's a fun time to be in Seattle, definitely. And, you,
1: and and that's what's really cool about it. Like you said, fun time to be here. You've got these rookies that really an entire generation of sports fans in the city. Are going to look up to and and so when you talk about you know how we're feeling it it, it has to be optimism, not just with the Hawks of course and, and and it is with the Hawks right. You had six draft picks in twenty twenty two starting right. You have Tariq Woolen who's probably the defensive rookie of the year led the league in interceptions. I should hope he will. Get and the guy's the a fifth round pick. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, shout out to the scouting department. Yeah, I mean, just like fishing a guy, you know. I mean, fifth round you obviously want you know you obviously you think first round first round first round yeah and, and the Hawks do have couple first round picks yeah, even this year exactly so we'll see what we do with those but i mean you can't shout out to the scouting department I and mean, we have a quarterback to bounce ideally a quarterback to build around you know i mean this is just yeah, yeah this is a well, great time
1: it, and, and so here's a couple things i want to talk about uh in those regards uh for, starters, uh for starters let me finish the Tariq woolen point go ahead when he no no, no you're good you're i good. always
0: i always take the podcast to another no, level very it's, quickly. A,
1: i should say it's building on what you just said really uh, okay. it's the fact that you know, they did locker clearing out at the Virginia Mason Athletic Center on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Tariq Woolen was, like, talking about how in the pre-draft process last year, there was a few teams interested. But they all told him, yeah, we see you as a special teams guy. We see you as the gunner on punt coverage. Nobody talked about him being a corner except the Seahawks. And so when the Seahawks took him, he was, like, overjoyed. Yeah. And he made the most of it. Of course. I mean, you got you to gotta just – when you see a
0: chance – take it i mean like the steve winwood song goes honestly i mean and it's crazy that no one really was like oh he's a special team guy what i mean like i said again shout out to the seahawks special with uh, yeah. the scouting department just be like and we're gonna start this guy too no right you know, exactly you know
1: i don't and I, and I don't know if that was the plan all along or just the hope but like <laughs> it was a great move
0: it's a great move and not only all and all of that combined when we talk about the crazy secondary how good the secondary will ideally get jamal Adams back next year too. yeah i mean and you know, we, I don't want to beleaguer the point about the uh, the playoff game against the Niners, who I now think will win the Super Bowl. Sure. Um, the first half went great. Um, the yeah. second half went less than great. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, to that point, um, Pete Carroll did his little season end press conference on Monday. Right. Forty four minutes. There's a lot There's to talk lot. about. There's, There's lots a to lot unpack. to talk about. Yeah. Um, A couple things really stood out to me. The first one is, to your point, I asked him if this year can really set the foundation for next year and beyond, and he was like, oh, my God, that's exactly it. Right. Um, You know, I'm paraphrasing from here on out, but one of the things he said was how, you know, you're going into the fourth quarter of that game, you're down 23-17. I mean, that game is right there for the taking. It's true. It obviously unravels late. Um, There's no such thing as moral victories. But his point was, you know, you got all these rookies that we just talked about starting all over the place, you know. Two on the offensive line a running back a bunch on defense, right? Right. And this team who you are, and, and you're, there's a lot of people with you, Think think are going to win the Super Bowl in the Niners. I mean – And it, you were right there with all these rookies and your first-year starter and all that stuff. Just fighting hard on the road too, no less. Yeah. I mean, honestly,
0: in, in, hard, in harsh conditions, I thought they'd be worse than San Francisco. But, I mean, and I, I watched that game at Sam's Tavern down in South Lake Union, honestly. Okay. And it was a very – the first half, I mean, it was a party for the first half, honestly. It turned into a very sad party afterwards. You know when you have a birthday party, and let's say you maybe kind of start a little bit too fast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it kind of goes downhill, and it's like, wow, that's kind of, that's kind of sad, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was, that, was, that was the vibe. But, you know, I mean, but just being in the atmosphere. I mean, I was not living in Seattle during the time of the Super Bowl, Sure. And all the playoff runs, and Russell Wilsons and Richard Sherman's. But I got a taste of what that could be like. Yeah, and i mean this year there's a lot to build upon even i mean fifth you get into the playoffs you play a great game against you know overall it was a great game that the hawks did play yeah no question and then you end up with two picks in the first round how about that
1: and speaking of that that number five pick right it is the highest they've had under the pete carroll john schneider regime really it is and there's a lot of things you can do with it obviously right um you you stand pat at five and you just take the best prospect available and or the best prospect at a position of need, um, you trade down, which right. we know John Schneider has been famous for in years past. Trader John, Trader John, His right. favorite nickname is Seattle sports, there you kind go. of. Um, Other than care- Todd's the guy. Todd's the guy. Well, <laughs> Todd we is the we guy. made that up though.
0: We're gonna we're gonna see if we can make it more of a thing. Todd's the guy. Todd, I would, you
1: know we got to get him on this podcast. Todd is the guy. All one word, all lowercase.
0: <laughs> Todd's <laughs> all, the guy. Case, actually, yeah. Um, but yeah, what so and another pick too in the first round. I mean, but what do, yeah. what do we do with that fifth?
1: Here's what stands out to me. Okay, Pete Carroll was asked if the way Geno Smith played impacts what you do at five. Hmm. And Pete said, "Of course it does." You know, and he, and listen, speaking of the guy, he, earlier in that press conference, said Geno's our guy. Like obviously, um, you, you know. But him. what he said was, um, you know, he said this is a unique position to be in. Um, that you know re- re- repeating that they have not picked at number five before this right. high at least right and he said this is he went on to say though this is an extraordinary class of quarterbacks Um, it's a rare opportunity for this team to be picking this high and they've got to do their research and that really stood out to me because okay li- listen Gino's the guy you presume you sign him right um but the fact that he didn't just come out and say like yeah, you know Geno's play. Uh, you know, it means one of two things. It means that he's being honest, and and I and I take Pete Farrell at face value, right? Right. It means that they're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna look at these guys, and, and you know, what if Bryce Young falls to five, or what if you know they really, what if they really love like a CJ Stroud or a Will Levis that like
0: talking about Houston?
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. No, no, I'm talking, oh, about, we're talking about the Hawks. I'm talking right. about the Hawks. Yeah. Well, you know, like you never know who they really like. That's the thing. And and and. And who would have thunk, you know, back in 2012? Russ was that guy, right? Right. Um, it means that, but it also could mean, and that you draft one of those guys, let them learn for, say, Gino signs a two-year deal. Okay. You let that person learn under Geno for two years, um, and he's a hell of a person to learn from. Right. And then, or it could mean, uh, being Pete Carroll and being one of the smartest guys in the game, that you're... Putting that out there, so that let's say, and I should memorize the draft order by now. I can. But give me who's picking ten.
0: Um, who's picking ten? Yeah. Ooh, now this is now this is going to be.
1: Uh, I should know this by heart.
0: I don't know who's picking ten. But well, here's honestly. my here's my point in somebody saying, is somebody, somebody. Here's is. my
1: point in saying it is that, you know, let's say that number ten team is it wants a quarterback.
0: Okay. And the and, Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Okay, that's not them then. The but 9
0: Panthers, is the Carolina
1: Panthers. Oh, let's go with the Panthers at 9 then. Okay. Okay, let's say the Panthers we know they need a quarterback, right? Right. Um let's say they're in talks to get number 5 with the Seahawks. You can get a lot more from them if it's known that like well yeah, we're going to take CJ Stroud. Yeah. Or or whoever. Yeah. You, and, you, and 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 so there's a little bit of gamesmanship there.
0: Little Jedi mind trick. Knowing Yeah.
1: that that quote kind of stands out to people when they hear it
0: because they know that gino smith is like what i mean not everyone can be tom brady and play until they're 170. early years old, 30s you know? he's got some yeah he got some time but you know ideally you want to have to think about the next 10 years you know going in in the future you know when you talk about drafts you yeah know? and gino will he's going to get signed he's a guy for the next i think
1: two years 60 million
0: and that's a great each, number yeah. and, and that's and those are great numbers for him but i mean who who wouldn't want a, like a great a Will Levis, maybe, right or right, C.J. Stroud to just like hang back, you know, someone who someone who may not be completely ready right now. I think we look at this draft order. The Bears are picking number one. The Texans are picking number two. The Texans are hoping to just redo their whole entire livelihoods in this draft. You know? Right? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and predict Bryce Young goes to the Texans, but and then after that, you got the the Colts that may want to trade up. You know, the Colts are fourth, but but it's interesting because as I look at this draft order, you know, Derek Carr is not going to be a Raider probably next yeah. year um and they're picking seventh right interesting there's teams that there, puts them in that category right there's right. teams
1: there that number five could be really appealing to them
0: right if the jets are 13
1: another sure. option yeah uh, so there's a i mean it would have been better if you're, you're three or four right uh you know denver had to get that last win which kind of muckied everything up right but you know it's um it's it's just so.
0: You, are you thinking because of these last comments from Pete? You thinking they're leaning more towards quarterback than getting a, a lineman or? A well, linebacker I think at number or? five, you
1: you, you got to look at those main points of interest for this team, which would be the defensive interior, sure. maybe the edge. You know, with a guy like you know Will Anderson at Alabama, right? But I think that it's an intriguing thought, and I'll go back to the second round last year, when I can tell you from covering the Hawks draft um they they put you in this room right next to the war room mm-hmm. and you're right there it's a really cool thing to cover and you're you know they take kenneth walker in the second round right and at the time it's kind of like okay well you know you, i mean you knew he was a talent right but you're like why and at that bad. point and at that point we didn't know the extent of chris carson's injuries right that it was very well career entering right right um You're like, oh, interesting. And so my point in telling that story is the whole room was shocked. And it's because, for good reason, these teams, Seahawks included, keep some of this information close to the chest. Sure. And so um, maybe this is the plan, to draft somebody at that position and stay behind Gino, Or maybe it's that, you know, they (laughs) – they're just trying to maneuver and, and turn this Russell trade into the gift that keeps on giving for years to come, because I mean, and I don't know what team would give up what to get number five because that all depends on where that team is coming from, right? But it could very well be, um, you know, first rounders in the future. And
0: I mentioned a couple of teams that are, are will be looking for quarterbacks also. I mean, and really, quarterbacks are at a premium in in, in this draft. I mean, Pete Carroll mentioned that he did love the quarterbacks in this draft. You know, yeah, there are some pretty solid ones. I really think there's really only three. There are like top. I mean, Will Levers, everyone seems to love Will Leverside, like Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've like proven actual national winners for quarterbacks. You know, so maybe yeah. Bryce Young and the CJ Stroud more maybe the deal. I'm not gonna lie to you, Stetson Bennett is also an option too. I mean, <laughs> not in the why you know, not? Why not? I mean,
1: you know, and and I'll say this: I think if the Hawks take a quarterback this draft, I think it's a mid-round pick. Yeah, I don't think it's. Number five.
0: No, no. I, I, I was, you know, I've been looking at a couple of mock drafts, and I, you know, it's crazy because I mentioned the Niners. Um, I mentioned the Niners game, and I think when you get in a position like the Hawks are in right now, where let's look at the division, the Cardinals are not going to be great. They don't have a coach right now, and their quarterback yeah. has an ACL issue. They just gave Colin Murray a bunch of money. Um, the Rams don't really have any draft picks. I've got Baker uh, Mayfield. They may not have Jalen Ramsey next year. Maybe. Stafford, if he's is he healthy.
1: Is, yeah, exactly. He's up there.
0: I think now the Hawks may be kinda of, building, and it'd be, it, it will be interesting to see if they are building a team to combat directly the Niners. Mm-hmm. Because that is like, that's the top of the NFC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Eagles, yes, and the Vikings, Cowboys, whatever. But, I mean, in your own division. In you your play, own division, yeah. Tw- you play twice a year. So, I mean, you look at the Niners and how they play. A lot of running games, a lot of runs. Um, a lot of yards after, you know, uh, yards after catch. And I think about one play in particular where it was a really short route, Debo Samuel, Purdy to Samuel. Yeah, it was a seventy-yard touchdown. Samuel ran past like seven Hawks defenders. Yeah, and just and a great blocking, you know. So I'm thinking I want to say that maybe fast linebackers, you know, yeah, I maybe think, something that yeah. they're
1: leaning towards, maybe. But you know, that being said, I, I think the first round, yeah, those two picks, you got to address defense. And if they're at that pick at 20, maybe the interior offensive line, your tackles are set. Right. Maybe you can upgrade a guard. There's Osiris Torrance at Florida. Um, You know, there's a couple guys out there that, um, hey, and here's the thing, though. You know, at this point, like in John and Pete, we trust. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Put it
0: on a coin. Coin that. (laughs) Coin that. How about that? And
1: I think that. It, that's what makes us so interesting is that. Listen, mock drafts get a lot of clicks. Right. Don't pay attention to them. I'm clicking on one right of those, now. In we fact. talked about this. How many of those had? Quarterbacks in the first round last year, and only Kenny Pickett went exactly, and really played other than late the seventh round pick Brock Purdy, of course. Yeah, well,
0: who would have saw Brock Purdy coming? Honestly, and then and Desmond Ritter was one of the first quarterbacks to be picked up. I yeah, third and or he, fourth round, and I think. and then he didn't really play really until the last quarter of the year.
1: Yeah, and he's certainly, I mean, he can grow, but it doesn't look like you know. I mean, and I was a big fan of Malik Willis and he didn't look too hot for the Titans when he did get time. Exactly. He's young. He'll get time. He'll get he can improve. Yeah. I mean, and talking about
0: Desmond Ritter, I mean, the the Falcons may actually draft another quarterback and they had the eighth pick. Yeah. So think about that. You know,
1: you know that it's an it's a really interesting draft. Right, And the best part about it is the stuff we talked about all season, that the Hawks made the playoffs. They are a playoff team yeah. in their first year without Russell Wilson. And, oh, by the way, they have two picks in the top 20, three in the top – or, excuse me, four in the top 55.
0: There's nothing to complain about if you're a Hawks, honestly. You've
1: got four of the top 55 picks. And
0: this is a solid you draft. You can tr- – to like,
1: bottom. if they – so let's say they used it all on defense. I'm not right. saying they will or should or should, mm-hmm. but let's just pretend for a minute they do. I mean, that's completely transforming – one side of the ball. oh Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you think about that. Let's say you took an interior line like Jalen Carter from George, and then you took a linebacker, edge rusher, and another corner. um to, You know, and it's like, holy cow! Add into the already semi stack defense, honestly, what, yeah. and then suddenly, for an offense that had two one thousand yard receivers in DK and Tyler, right. had a thousand yard rusher in Kenneth Walker. And has Geno Smith writing everybody back, or not writing everybody back, whatever the heck you want to say. That to me looks like a divisional title team right there.
0: I think the Hawks will win 12 games next year.
1: I think and, and, if this uh, draft
0: turns out pretty well,
1: I mean, it, and you don't know, of course, right? right? But boy, oh boy, I mean, it's hard. A, as we just said, not to trust John Schneider, Pete Carroll, and B, not to be optimistic.
0: Right. I I, I just think there's a lot to be happy about. There's, yeah. I mean, I know that you know the Hawks fans are watching, you know, watching the postseason, and they're like, "I wish we were there," "I wish we were there," you know. Honestly, this may be the best thing, the best case scenario. Yeah, truthfully, um, you want to talk about postseason a little bit? No, no. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you want to talk about the games? You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, we we, we should because. It is it is an exciting thing. I'm I am a right now I am a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, I think.
0: Right. Okay. Just
1: because I mean I'm not really a Jagswar, Jaguars fan. I just like the team that gets in and it make me think about the Seahawks if they could have made a run. Um I like that I was I like the talent they had last year too. I just thought Urban Meyer was not an NFL coach. He was not ideal. The, the situation was not great. Yeah, and you have Doug Peterson doing his thing. I I just like the story there. Oh yeah. Um, obviously, it's hard not to like the Bills' story and Demar Hamlin and of course things and and the what they're playing for right now and um, so I'm going to root for root for the Bills and Jags to get to the AFC title game.
0: So that means you have the Bills beating the Bengals and the Jaguars beating the Chiefs. <laughs> so let's put. that in my heart. So I, I understand. I get it. And I, you know, I do like the Jaguars. Let me tell y'all something. When you see Doug Peterson this is coming from a Giants fan yeah. you see Doug Peterson gray hair visor glasses down to the nose the reading glasses down to the nose you know he's cooking something up we and you saw, wonder
1: how he started over Donovan McNabb for a year hey
0: <laughs> hey well you, and he's out. he's got a great football mind He's, I mean he's won a Super Bowl after yeah, all, with Nick yeah. Foles after all so you know I think there's a lot to like there. I don't see them beating the Chiefs though.
1: I thought he got. I thought he should not have been fired in Philly. I thought. No. I I think he's a great coach. No, I
0: think he is a great coach too. I think the Jag the Jaguars may have their coach for the next like with the unit. Yeah. T Law. Waffle House legend, Trevor Lawrence, and um, Doug Peterson wouldn't also. Wouldn't it
1: be great if it was Jags, Eagles, and Doug Peterson beats his former team in the Ooh, Super Bowl?
0: Doug Peterson, I mean— That would be like
1: the ultimate flex.
0: When you That would be the ultimate flex. You combine how how the Eagles played in their Super Bowl most recently with Doug Peterson, yeah. combining with that, that's Hall of Fame right there. Yeah, no question. Already, already. Um, I'm a Giants fan, so I want to mention that the Giants hopefully are probably— have a 20% chance to beat the Eagles. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put a number on it, but I, I believe that the Giants will win 24-21. to 21. Okay. I don't think it'll be easy. I'm not sure how um, healthy Jalen Hurts is. He's got a clavicle. He's got a shoulder injury. That's right. He's you know, been fighting that for a he's bit. He's been fighting that for a while. Um, the, la- the Giants and the Eagles played twice this year, the division opponents. Um, the Eagles dropped a lot of points on them in the first game. Different team now. The last game of the year, the Eagles played all their starters. The Giants played none of their starters, and they only won by like less than a touchdown. Yeah. So, and I think the the Giants are peaking at the right time. I think all we have is a little confidence, you know. After yeah. the Minnesota game, Daniel Jones, I'm going to buy a jersey if he come if he if okay.
1: we if we beat Philadelphia, and, even if we do, not that'll honestly. be like the video debut of this podcast is you and your Daniel Jones jersey. I mean, of
0: course, I have to do it. Um, talking about the other matchups, you know, I I do like the Chiefs. You know, I. <sighs> Go Jaguars! Go Jaguars, but... I, I just
1: woke up somebody in their car. Like, off. <laughs> don't recommend driving, oh. driving but maybe that just saved you. I don't know. Hey,
0: hey, hey! you're welcome. We're saving <laughs> lives over here. You're welcome. Um, the Bengals have a couple offensive linemen that are hurt this week. Yeah. And the Bengals' offensive line was not great this year when they were all healthy, and they definitely were a lot worse last year. Buffalo is going to win that game 100, yeah. 100%. And I like Joe Burrow a lot. Um, Cowboys and Niners, this is probably the game of the week.
1: Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, solid um, game. This
0: is a classic historical Yeah, and I, and I don't game. know who
1: wins that game. Like, you have no reason to – if you go on recent history, the Niners win. They've been better. They've overperformed in the playoffs, including last year. Yeah. The Cowboys always underperform in the playoffs.
0: You think the Niners are just like – I mean, I like I said, they're going to – I mean, obviously, I've got them be- beating the Cowboys. Of course,
1: I was in the studio. We were recording something on Monday. And I told all the people in our production crew, I'm like, oh, yeah, Bucks are going to win this game. Uh, Cowboys always fold in the playoffs. They're like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, Bucks. win. They got run off the field. They
0: got run off the field. And, you know, maybe Tom Brady gets run out of Tampa. Who knows? Not run out of Tampa. That was a poor choice of words. He's not going to get run out of Tampa. No, but he'll he, leave on his boat by himself. I think he plays
1: another year, and and he should have retired this past year probably. But I think so, yeah. He tries to get one more ring somewhere, and I don't, I don't know where that is. But
0: The teams that need quarterbacks are not a quarterback away from, you know, like I think about the Raiders, mm-hmm. there's a solid team on offense. I don't really know
1: why they're not. I mean, how? We oh, yeah, got Tua being cryptic, as you pointed out to me on social.
0: Yeah, Tua is talking about you know the next chapter, the you know, with the Dolphins. He's talking about when one chapter ends, another one begins. Posting, you know, and I just hope he's healthy first of all because he had a couple of scary concussions this 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 season, you know. And but you know, Miami and Tom Brady have been kind of like a thing in the ether, yeah, a while. Tom Brady to the Dolphins with with Waddle and Hill, who knows? But I don't know. And Then the question's with Lamar Jackson. I don't really know. And you know,
1: that's what, who's saying that? Oh, I I saw an article on it and did not click on it. It was a Broncos like I don't know if it was a fan site or just a site We don't click them. on
0: Broncos stuff here by no, the way. No, you
1: can't. Um it was like should the Broncos have waited one more year for Lamar Jackson? I'm like probably. Probably. <laughs>
0: probably. I mean, honestly, but you know when you see everyone in that division, you know, the Chargers were it was an armed race. And the Chargers, you know, say what you will, they, are, they were my pick to there make are, it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, yeah. I picked them
1: preseason, too. I won't um, say who my NFC pick was, but... <laughs> who was your NFC pick? Cardinals.
0: Well, and that's okay. And that's okay.
1: All, basically because my niece picked them. Okay. I was like, okay. Are you blaming but your like, niece now? Yeah, she's only okay, nine. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. It's okay. And I'm like... That's okay. But I think the Chargers were upstart, and of course they didn't do it. But I thought they had the potential to do it, and, and I, I, s- I like that. Yeah, and
0: they did have the potential. And I like Justin Herbert a lot. I don't love the Chargers coach, honestly. Yeah. But um I, there's a lot to be said for quarterbacks in the league right now. I, 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 think when you, but, but, you know, the AFC West has a lot, has four great quarterbacks. And Russell Wilson, I just think, is still a great quarterback. Yeah. Despite this past season. You know, we saw the the coaches now leaving too. So yeah,
1: it'd be interesting to see how he bounces back, and I think I think he will do better. Will he be mid twenty tens? Russ, like no, but no. he'll be serviceable, and, yeah. and will he be warranting that big contract? I don't think so, but he'll be better.
0: Maybe who? Maybe Sean Payton will turn him around. You know, Sean yeah. Payton is like well, a sure six foot and under quarterback god. Apparently, Absolutely. <laughs> so. Hey, I got a question for you, Nash. What's
1: up? You can only cover one. Okay. I know we talked about this earlier, but you can only cover one. Okay. You can only be in one place at one time. Okay. Do you want to be at VMAC and cover the NFL draft in progress, and after every pick they make, Pete and John come out and, and, and brief you on it? Okay. Or do you want to go to some random city to cover the Kraken in the NHL playoffs? I say random because you don't know. Who they're like, where do you go? Like That's how cool Seattle sports are right now. Like you make these impossible decisions that are awesome decisions to make,
0: because I am a natural person who would want to create things and build things. I love the NFL draft. Yeah, I talked about the NFL draft ad nauseum. When I play Madden, I do a fantasy draft every single time. You That's know? cool. That's <laughs> <I laughs> like cool. because um, you know, just like to build things. That being said, cracking in the playoffs is crazy. Yeah. Not crazy, but it would be. It'd be so fun you if know? it was
1: like the debut, like game one here in Seattle. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. right? And I'm there
0: with a groovy jersey, you know, with me and Booey are shaking hands, you know? <laughs> I mean, like we're taking selfies. Bowie is an agent of chaos as we saw on News, you know what so, I mean? So, and, and I Todd to, is the guy. Todd is the guy and I just, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Hawks have a lot to a lot to work with in the draft.
1: But the Kraken are special. And oh, by the way, the Mariners will be a month into their season. I mean, like, come like, on, come Sounders on. could be bouncing back. Look, I'm going to make a bunch the of. The Storm predictions. won't be playing yet, thank goodness. At that right. point, I mean, I think th- thank goodness because we can't wait. Split but it'd just be like, wait, we can't have eight people have. in eight spots, <laughs> you know? Um, I actually speaking of the Storm,
0: I just bought tickets to um that game June 11th. Yeah, where, Super su- uh, where Super is going to uh, get her jersey um, immortalized and climate pledge, which I'm very excited to see. My first, that would be my first official time there. Yeah. Until someone wants to take me to a Kraken game. Then we'll, we'll go to a Kraken we'll, we'll, game. We'll we'll go to a Kraken game definitely, but that's that's gonna be a scene. Yeah. At at, at CPA. I am excited for that, definitely. Yeah,
1: I mean let's not, you know, get ahead of it, but it's like if you look at the playoff breakdowns right now, you know, it kinda like we said, Oh, the Hawks odds of making the postseason are whatever they were. Right. Right now, the consensus like every different site has the same number, ninety seven percent that the Kraken will be in.
0: It feels good. It feels very it good. It feels good. And honestly, watched, this week they played the Devils, Very a very good team in overtime, win. W. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, I mean, the Bruins are the best team in the league, arguably, you know, but, but by record and I mean, blanked them on their home, own home ice. Yeah. Like, as a Kraken fan, as a new Kraken fan, how do you not dislike that? You know, mm-hmm. how can you not look at Bowie and be like, I'm riding with you? Bowie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. I brought it with Matt Jones. I brought it with, you know, you mentioned Mighty Benio. She's a rookie yeah. I and mean, an
1: all-star, you know? So, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I love that Kraken team. It, I yeah. love, I mean, it's easy to say I love a team that's in, you know, first place and whatever, but I love the makeup I of I loved it. them last year. Yeah, I loved <laughs> yeah. them last year. And and having watched them so closely last year, you see the differences. Right. There's a mentality difference there. And, yeah, you know, a guy like Brandon Tanov isn't going down at the beginning of the season and out for the year. Yeah. Um, there's miss, just this mentality. You you felt like last year when they scored a goal or they had a lead, you're like, oh god, where's the rally from the other team? Yeah. This year, you're like, if the Kraken is losing, you're like, okay, you're, where's the Kraken rally?
0: I mean, we just know how quickly things can turn on in hockey so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's the fastest sport. It's the fastest sport. I was gonna say on ice well <laughs> speed skating spa- faster i don't know no no it might be you know but they, you know they go pretty fast you know on, yeah on the ice but no and honestly things can turn so fast i never think the kraken are out of a game no
1: never like i mean and like i mean in mid-january already matching last year's win total what's not to like it's an it's an unbelievable insane
0: thing. prediction alert we will we will all seattle sports teams this is not that insane as i say this storm kraken Hawks, Mariners will all make the playoffs for the next two Sounders years straight. Too? Sounders will make the playoffs for the okay. next two years straight. Okay, two years straight.
1: Two years straight. So like the starting,
0: Kraken will get this year.
1: Mariners and next got year. last year, and then this year is what you're saying.
0: I think the Mariners are getting this year and next year. I think, oh, okay. I, I just
1: think that the nucleus that they have, though, yeah, hard not to they're, like they're it. They're building, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, and you know we'll see where Brianna Stewart decides to
1: go. Hopefully she comes back. Please come back. Um, <laughs> Meeting with four teams, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Storm, Mystics, New York. In Minnesota, is the report out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and,
0: you know, and we wish her well wherever she goes. New York scares
1: me um, yeah. from the standpoint that, like, I've actually known Brianna since she was in middle school, and right. we're both from Syracuse, New York, or she, just outside Syracuse, and uh, she was the kid in high school, Duncan. Like, the first story I did with her, she was 14, and, like, playing incredible level of basketball already with Team USA. Right. Um, You know, there, there's something to be said for her, you know, her and her wife having a young daughter, and um you know there's still some family in new york right yeah being it's a lot easier to get from syracuse to new york city a 45 minute flight or a four-hour drive than it is to seattle yeah because i'm seeing with my you know as the, you know yeah, yeah which is great I, I don't really go back i've only been back once and it was for two days it was a quick in and out and, and that's the way i like it right <laughs> i love it here so much um but you know um that that's a that's a consideration it's a
0: consideration also the the team that the liberty are building you know Sabrina Ionescu also
1: yeah and it's and it's kind of like a new start here in Seattle of course with as you mentioned Sue Bird retiring
0: yeah and also the the liberty just traded for a former league mvp from the uh John Carl Jones from the Connecticut sun yeah. so that would be nasty in a in a good way it's like another big three <laughs> another big <laughs> which three, is like you know? the
1: new thing to do in the last 10 years i'm not saying Brianna's is going to definitely do that but no like, but i mean just i uh, would like to see I just kicked something over, I apologize. It's okay. I would like to see Brianna stay obviously that's the most obvious statement of the century. Right. But to do something to
0: with, create something. I mean you I mean yeah, she'd be the face going, of the she to a,
1: keep like a new era uh, like make this new era start the right way.
0: Yeah, just I mean it'd be a handing of the baton. Maybe Super did that with Brianna Stewart last year. Yeah, you know? I mean they They, did, they definitely played well but together. Brianna's you know? got to
1: do her research. She's got to visit with teams. Got
0: to do what's right for her, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully she she continues wearing yellow and green and
1: you know I hope and, so. and white. Yeah, definitely. I didn't. I did. Do you see her new uh, Stewie ones? The colorway, the Mount Rainier one. I did not I'm like I'm gonna like take that as a sign. <laughs> Why hey. would you come out with a Mount Rainier one before you leave? Like maybe maybe there's a reason. That'd be know. rude. Yeah, they're actually really cool. I like them a lot. Let's see, I Puma see Stewie One, Mount Rainier. If you're at home, not while driving, um, not
0: while driving. Google it. You know, Puma makes good basketball. Now, shoes. what I'm are you wearing looking. right now? So I am wearing a pair of Nike Blazers, Nike seventy seven Blazers, but these are not. So cool these are not uh, the regular ones. These are leather. Uh, They're dark maroon and with white laces and white uh, soles.
1: We're both going canvas today, aren't we? Yeah, well, these are leather. I mean, but those...
0: Well, yeah, we are both going canvas. I got Jordan
1: 1s, the canvas kind. Yeah. Uh, White, black swoosh. Look good. She wears them on air. My wife got them for me. They're really good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm partial to the 13s and the 12s. I Mm -hmm. wear a lot of... I've got two 13s. I like to wear those the the black and blue and then the uh, the white the white and navy the blue, and gray lighter
0: blue gray yeah. yeah I mean a great shoe honestly um, I have been on the lookout
1: for a good pair of Jordan threes yeah yeah
0: I think do you have that sneakers app I do and I get disappointed by I it think every there's single some time. I think there's a
1: pair dropping soon but it's like you have to They're look. They're like green and like white, I think. Is that I, what it is? I'm
0: looking for like a red pair because I want, I I just need red sneakers. Okay. They're really like, you know, and you may not wear them on air because, but you, you because have. Because
1: I have to wear suits, yeah.
0: Well, you've got a great style though. And I mean, a lot of our colors here at Como are like, you know, blues, you know, and it just makes yeah. sense. I, it would be ridiculous for you to wear red on TV.
1: Yeah. But you can do what you want. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: do what you want. Um, I just, I I need the patent, the, the patent reds, the, the leather, yeah. the shiny ones. they're so good they're so good um or even the threes but i'm trying to up the sneaker collection i just bought a gigantic not gigantic a couple of shoe boxes okay a couple of plastic see-through shoe boxes to display them in my apartment i like it to show you where my money is going (laughs) So shoes of the
1: day we got blazers we got jordan ones right jordan ones yeah and uh when we talk next week let's actually make our hawks picks next week
0: oh for the draft yeah I like the idea. Let's do it. Yeah, I like the idea, definitely.
1: Naji, I had fun today.
0: Today was a good podcast. I mean, you should you should know that. I mean, if been listening to the, the the list, the listeners, Josh and like,
1: this is good. We should have a live audience in this Como Sports Office, which could probably only fit about three more people comfortably. Nah, more than that. Uh, but
0: I just think about you know you know like a little campfire action. You know, just everyone sitting. You, you know, know, I think we can get. Both. In our
1: ENG department, Dan Magden, he has like a crazy bonfire set up at his house. Hey, that's true. We should do like do a podcast at the on, bonfire on location, even though nobody can see right now
0: we should do a podcast on location yeah just any location i mean we're I'll,
1: live in the space needle
0: we're live at climate pledge arena we're live at t-mobile park i mean we're, it's an option
1: you went yeah. the sports venues i was gonna say like golden gardens
0: and, we could be live at golden garden you know there's sports there's sports that happen there you know on alki beach there's sporting things not maybe not in january but people p- i live closer to the, the mountains feet.
1: maybe we go up to like snow pass or something ooh live not from the past the snow but. oh my goodness no no it's all right
0: it's cold it's a beautiful cold though it's a beautiful beautiful cold cold. and i love that area up there honestly it's gorgeous and especially this time of year but be safe up there
1: it's a beautiful cold it's a beautiful sports scene in seattle isn't it it is definitely all right hey we're gonna talk more about it next week nashi thanks man
0: Nico, i appreciate it man i appreciate you take care everybody bye